Hello and welcome once again to the Daily Gator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagan. Folks, we got a few things to get to. Kind of short on time today, but we're going to get into how are people treated who are transgender, go through the process, then decide they kind of want to go back. How do the transgender activists treat those people? Uh, we've got an MSNBS radical, but I repeat myself, Tiffany Cross. She's an angry black woman. And she says it's just time to burn down law enforcement. We've got uh, another police chief of a big city telling the state of Texas and the governor, Greg Abbott, that, you know what? No, no, no cops support constitutional carry. No cops support that. Well, he's never spoken to the police officers I've spoken to. From the Washington Post, why did the... Why did the Wuhan conspiracy theory of it was created in a lab when Trump was president? It was the ultimate, oh, my God, you're such a fool. But now all of a sudden it's credible. We've got Don Lemon being a, well, an ignorant ass. We've got some news from Lockheed Martin. Some white men were were sent to a woke vacation class. You're not going to believe some of the garbage that was learned in before we start, who the hell is Paul Ryan again? I seem to remember some some congresswoman, Ryan. Yeah, Wisconsin. I don't know. Let's get on with the show, my friends. thought kids let's get this party started on being today a cool thing about being is they have the little little uh, banner at the bottom there of kind of relevant news stories things you might want to blog about write about talk about uh talk about at the uh at the old job there at the water cooler conversation there's a former gop leader that you've probably forgotten about uh good looking guy Paul Ryan, he was a uh, vice presidential nominee for one Mitt Romney. Talk about two forgettable white guys on one ticket. And somehow, remember Paul Ryan let let Joe Biden kind of boss him around and treat him like his personal bitch instead of standing up to, uh, to Joe Biden and 
showing that he had testicles. Paul Ryan just, well, he tried to take the high road, kind of like Romney did after he eviscerated the empty suit Obama over the economy after the first debate, and then he went on nice and let Candy Crowley do him wrong, and he became Candy Crowley's bitch. So Paul Ryan is telling people in the Republican Party, he's reminding him, he's a former leader after all, he's telling them, you'd better not get behind one guy. He's not happy with Trump's hold, quote, hold on the party. And that so many GOPers, Republicans, conservatives are still uh, very happy and pleased with the, the job that President Trump got done because President Trump, eloquent not, nice not, mean tweets not, he got shit done. Okay? GSD. He got stuff done. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan is said to criticize former President Trump and his hold on the Republican Party during a speech Thursday night, according to experts obtained by CNN. Now, I don't know any way to confirm this because I don't think anybody's going to show up. People, are, Paul who? Paul, Paul, Paul Ryan? Paul, uh, wait, wait, yeah, I know he makes those fish sticks, right? No, no, that's that's Mrs. Paul. Maybe is that his wife? I don't know. Paul Ryan is is a forget forget forgotten kind of guy. He's a forgetful kind of guy, easy to forget. Now he's been a, a critic of the former president in the past. He's expected to say at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. That Republicans must move away from the populist appeal of one personality because then we're not going anywhere. Well, if it's any politician knows about going nowhere, Paul Ryan, it would be you. So just do us all a favor and shut up, okay? Just shut up, Paul Ryan. No one cares, okay, about your your beautiful smile. Now let's go from one loser, Paul Ryan, to another loser, Don Lemon. From Breitbart.com. Oh, he's so he's so unhappy. Don Lemon is he's like the ultimate virtue signaling anchor on CNN. He really is. CNN Linker. <laughs> CNN Linker. He's a Linker. He's a loser. CNN anchor Don Lemon said Tuesday the Republican Party was the party of insensitive statements about the Holocaust and Jewish people. Because leftists like Don Lemon cannot talk about anything substantive when it comes to the Republican Party without calling them racists, anti-woman, anti-Semitic, knuckled, whatever. Shut up, Don Lemon. Just shut up. Why don't you and Paul Ryan go get a room somewhere? I guess your husband wouldn't like that. I heard he's kind of jealous. He called the GOP the party of anti-Semitism. Yeah, right. You're a leftist. You're one of these leftist losers who always root for Hamas or Hezbollah or Islamic Jihad when they're trying to kill innocent Israelis. Israelis. And you know what? If the people of Palestine would just act like human beings, they'd have no problem with Israel. 
They wouldn't get bombed. They wouldn't have rockets. They wouldn't have soldiers. Israel wouldn't have to go blow up all their tunnels so they can sneak under the ground and come launch terror attacks on Israel or launch rockets. And by the way, just to say, just to point this out, because I hate phony people, and I hate I hate intellectual and ideological cowards. And I'll tell you who I'm talking about in just a moment. But there are certain people out there, they like to say things like, America first. And they've got some ideas that when you first hear them, you go, yeah, we, we could, I will, trust me, if I was in charge, there's a lot of countries we get no foreign aid from us. Because they're not our friends, they're not working as our, our, our allies in any way. So they can go screw themselves. They ain't getting our tax dollars. That's the way I look at it. Israel, however, is not one of those countries. Israel is a friend, has been an ally for a long time, and a damn good one. There are certain people who identify or pretend they're really, you know, really patriotic. Yet when you hear them talk about Israel and Palestine, they sound exactly like someone on MSNBS or CNN. One of these left-wing nutcases that loathes Israel, always blames Israel, when Israel does nothing but defend themselves, they talk about disproportionate use of force. My God, Israel has a, a very good military with our weaponry and our planes, and, and they're they're very well trained. My God, all Hamas has is rockets. They're, they're really just big pieces of metal they're launching over, and they're probably not going to hit anything. It's not a fair fight. Israel's mean. Israel's committing war crimes. Israel's the aggressor. Palestine deserve, Palestinians deserve respect and peace. Israel needs to leave them alone. You know, you expect that from a left-wing nutcase like a Don Lemon. And I'll get back to that story in a minute, I promise. But I had to call out one cowardly little son of a bitch. Can I say son of a bitch? Oh, that's right. It's my podcast. I can. Nick Fuentes, Mr. America First. I heard what the screed he recently put out about Israel and basically... He told the story of Israel, left out the Holocaust conveniently. Then he blamed Israel for picking on Hamas and won't leave Palestinians alone and doesn't deserve any money from us. Yeah, Nick Fuentes. Uh, at least he wasn't making a joke about cookies and ovens and trying to use that as proof that the Holocaust really couldn't have been that bad. What a pathetic little bitch you are, Nick Fuentes. You know, I actually saw a tweet from someone to Ben Shapiro a couple about a year ago, maybe. And so I answered it. The question was, they were criticizing Ben Shapiro because Ben Shapiro was agreeing with Dennis Prager that 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 your character and your values are much more of an indicator of what kind of person you are than your skin color. And I said, well, that's pretty, pretty commonsensical, isn't it? It's kind of one of the, one of the tenets of conservatism. You judge people by what they do, what kind of person they are. So I just tweeted to this person. I said, well, you know, I think it makes pretty good sense. Don't you, you should judge people by the way they conduct themselves. That's rock solid conservatism. So later I tried to, uh, look at to what Nick Fuentes saying, because this wasn't kind of a big buddy of Nick Fuentes. 
He'd blocked me. I've never tweeted to the little bastard. Never tweeted to me. And you know what? The skinny neck little coward blocked me. That tells me he's intellectually bankrupt. That tells me he's a mouth. He's like the dog that barks that won't bite. He's like that dog that if he comes to the fence and barks at you, if you yell at him and stomp your foot and kind of act like you're going to lunge forward, he'll stick his tail between his legs and run away. Just to let you know. Nick Fuentes, you, because I hate cowards. Anytime you want to debate someone, I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Bring it on. I don't like cowards, and I don't like people who claim to be on my side of the spectrum, the side of America, and then trash and tell lies about Israel, are perhaps our greatest ally. There's some other really good allies, obviously. So just to let you know, Nikki, little man. Now back to this lemon story. Lemon said, we've learned that flourishing hate from anti-Asian hate to anti-Semitism to the trolls trying to bring America down like the QAnon congresswoman doubling down on her blatant anti-Semitism in the years today, comparing a vaccine logo uh, to the yellow star. See, Don, I don't, I wouldn't have said what Marjorie Taylor Greene said, Don, to be honest, because I'm more eloquent than her, but she's got gut. She's going to say what's on her mind. And she made a valid, to a certain degree, a valid comparison. Again, I wouldn't have used that language. Some areas you shouldn't really touch because you're just going to come off with some, some splatter, whatever effect is going to splatter back on you a little bit. Uh, but there are some people I'm convinced in this country that would like to use. I saw some governors, mainly Democrat governors, hmm, that certainly use the, uh, use the, uh, pandemic to try to go status on a lot of people and try to really control a lot of people. But anyway, that's Don Lemon claiming that Republicans are anti-Semites. You might want to look at your own party there, buddy. And the America Firsters. So let's get rid of that one. I've had enough of Don Lemon. Sorry about the Nick Fuentes uh, rant, but the guy is basically a used car salesman. If a used car salesman had a baby with a televangelist, I mean, one of the televangelists with a really screwed up hairdo with the wife that looked like the makeup factory just blew up on her. Yeah. And that she used like five cans of starch in her hair. That, that my friends is what Nick Fuentes, their offspring would be. How about this story? Fox News noted that the Washington Post, uh, their fact checker, Glenn Kessler, remember he declared the Wuhan Wuhan coronavirus lab leak theory, say that three times fast, suddenly credible on Tuesday after previously mocking Senator Ted Cruz and others last year for espousing the virtually impossible theory. Remember a lot of people I was one of them. He didn't hear my name because I'm not famous yet, though I should be. I think my rugged handsomeness does that. It scares people. But I said, you know, don't don't ever think I'll be surprised if someone the news comes out one day that China did this, not only from a lab, not from the wet market, 
which it easily could have come from a wet market. Some screwed up stuff goes on there. But if if I find out one day that China did it deliberately to pay the U.S. and especially Trump back to hurt Trump's reelection chances to hurt the U.S. economy, I would certainly believe it. Well, suddenly that theory that it came from a lab, all of a sudden Fauci saying so, Biden actually, I guess he had a good nap. He woke up and had some common sense. Um, suddenly we're starting to get some... Uh, some some interesting takes from the left and the media. And look, they don't have Trump to hurt anymore, do they? He's not president. Biden is. So now it's time to shift gears. And again, remember the media is more about indoctrination than information. My friends. Now, do you know that the police... All across the fruited plain of America, from Alaska to Hawaii to Vermont to, to Florida to California to Maine to Washington, D.C. to Oregon. The part of Oregon even that's going wants to join Idaho because they believe in, in liberty. But they do not support Texas's constitutional carry bill that uh, Governor Greg Abbott is going to sign. He certainly has uh, promised vehemently to that he's going to sign it but former houston police chief and current miami police chief uh <clears throat> said that police do not support this miami police chief art acevedo stressed tuesday that police departments across the nations do not support a texas gun bill that would allow adults to carry a handgun without having a background check, license, and training. Now, this story comes from CNBC. <clears throat> and let me tell you what. I've heard every every leftist that's talked about this bill, including Shepard Smith, who's on, I think, CNBC now. They've said, well, there's no background doesn't. You can just carry a gun. You don't even have to have a background check. Of course you do. No one buys a firearm from a federally licensed firearm dealer, the holder of what is called an FFL license, if they don't do a background check through the NICS system run by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. One of them let it slip yesterday and they said, well, there's no state, there's no state background check. Why should you do two background checks? So if you live in Texas or other states with constitutional carry, meaning you don't have to have a permit, you don't have to pay a fee to the government every year, every two years, however, however long the license lasts, to carry a firearm concealed <clears throat> or openly. But that's what it means. Why would you have to do two background checks? Does that make any sense? They're just trying to lie to you to make you more afraid of this bill. But Arsabeta said, <clears throat> from chiefs to sheriffs to police labor, we do not support permitless open carry, said Arsabeta, the former as I've noted, police chief from Houston. That's in Texas, too. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has said he would sign a bill into law. Supporters of the bill call it constitutional carry. We call it that because the Second Amendment's pretty clear. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. By a dictionary, have a little read the definitions of those words. Figure it out. We do not support it. It is not needed, Acevedo said. 
So he's either going to support uh, police in word and deed or only in word. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Abbott's office did not immediately respond to CNBC's request for comment. He's probably doing something far more important. Uh, in an interview with CNBC's The News with Shepard Smith, Acevedo added that the most responsible gun owners don't support permit list open carry as well. Huh, I don't know. I haven't talked to most of them. I've got to be honest. Uh, and I guess, see, the left defines responsible when it's attached to gun owners, meaning people who support basically what the left does on gun control. Any gun law is okay. I want to be a responsible gun owner, so you make whatever laws you want. I'll be right there. I'm there. I'm there for you, baby. Should I bring a cake or something? Uh, but again, Shepard Smith, Art Acevedo, what a lovely couple. <laughs> and I'm not inferring anything. Don't don't try it. Don't try to tell me I'm inferring something that I'm not inferring. There is no inference. Okay? Just to let you know. Now, for MSNBS radical Tiffany Cross, speaking on law enforcement, <clears throat> she said it was time to burn it down. Radical MSNBS host. This is from Newsbusters, by the way. Host Tiffany Cross on Saturday appeared to advocate mass violence as a reaction to the American law enforcement system. Talking to a panel, <clears throat> and do yourself a favor, go to the Newsbusters site, newsbusters.org, and uh, if, you, if you search for Tiffany Cross, I'm sure this will pop up very quickly. This is, looks like a really, really uh, panel of, I don't know, there's a guy on there. He looks like Donna Brazil if she changed her gender to male. And Tiffany Cross has these crazy big eyes. She's kind of attractive, but then you notice the eyes, and you're like, my God, you, you, what are you doing with that kitchen knife, Tiffany? I think I have to go now. Cross reinforced her implicit call to violence moments later. I have to say, as a people, for my people, I am up for those radical things to make sure that we live. Here, another one of these screeching idiots preaching the black people get shot to death every day by the police. Just randomly. Over and over. Every day. Soul blood. Blood is everywhere. Complete and utter BS. But people like Tiffany Cross are, I guess, trying to form a career off being a, an angry black woman. You know, what I always want to ask these fools, okay, once you've destroyed due process, you don't have police anymore. You don't have bail. You don't have any type of reasonable sentencing laws that really punish hardcore criminals. What are you going to do then? You're really going to need police. You can't have a society without law and order. And I'm sorry, most people who get shot by police, white, black, Hispanic, all of them, guess what? From all the videos I've ever seen, about 99% of them deserve the bullets they get because they pull a, pull a weapon, they attack, they pull a knife, they pull their own gun, they won't get their hands out of their pockets, they're acting like they, they're armed. I've seen videos of two, both white kids, 
very sad videos. Actually, I've seen several, but these two, both were 18 years old. One ran from police in his truck. He finally pulled off the road. Here come the cops. And he wouldn't get his hands. He had his hands down in the waistband of his, his really baggy pants. He was a white kid. And they shot him. They killed him because he made a, a motion like he was going to shoot. The cops don't know he's, if he has a firearm or not. It was suicide by cop. It was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. I've seen a video of another kid. That he's hanging around this 7-Eleven. The people at 7-Eleven or some convenience store call. He's acting weird. Police officer comes. Hey, how you doing? I need to talk to you for a second. A kid starts to walk away. Hey, 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 stop, stop. Get your hands out of here. He had his, again, hands down in his pants where a lot of criminals carry firearms in their baggy pants. And what did the kid do? Finally, he he turns very fastly, pulling his, pretending he had a gun in his hand and turning to pretending he's going to fire at the officer. And the officer shot him and killed him. And you watch more of the story. His family had been worried about him because he'd been talking about suicide. He committed suicide by cop. But you can't blame the police officer. That's a tragedy. Anytime anyone is shot by a police officer, it's a tragedy. First place, a police officer doesn't want to do that. They don't want to have that on their conscience, even if you're justified. I've talked to people who have killed people at complete self-defense, have to do it to defend their lives, and they still feel that pain from having to do it. And people like Tiffany Cross, I don't, I don't understand. She makes no sense. It's the same old thing. They're, they have these minds that when they hear certain words, when they hear police officer shoots black, black man or black suspect, they automatically assume it was an unarmed choir boy just walking down the street trying to help old ladies across the street who was just gunned down by police. I don't know if they actually believe this garbage, if they're that indoctrinated and brainwashed. But it's either that or they're just, uh, again, trying to use this to make a career. So Tiffany Cross, seriously, think and do something about those eyes. They're, they're kind of scary. Seriously, you look like a psycho, if I may say so. <clears throat> now, folks, I'm going to have to uh, cut out this about Christopher Rufo has a story about what Lockheed Martin did, uh, making all, part of its employees, basically the white men, a what Christopher Rufo calls a, a three-day white male re-education camp, uh, basically to deconstruct their white male culture and atone for their white male privilege. There's a really long list of, of items they discuss, what they were made to talk about. And it's too bad all these men didn't get together and say, you know, it's a waste of time. I'm not going. If no one showed up, what would the company do? Fire everybody? It would stop, but people are afraid to stand up to this stuff. So I'm going to hold that till the next podcast because it's going to take up some time. Uh, there is some unbelievable, unbelievable stuff here. Here's just a little sample. White men as full diversity partners 
argues, I guess this is the, uh, the name of the group that does these seminars or brain scrubbings, whatever they are. So white men as full diversity partners <clears throat> argues that the roots of white male culture include traits such as rugged individualism, a can-do attitude, hard work, operating from principles, and striving towards success. All these are devastating to women and minorities, apparently. What world do you people live in? What freaking universe? So I want to do that next time. This is uh, unbelievable. And uh, I just uh, need some more time to go over these. And, and uh, this is going to take some time, folks. This is going to take a little bit of time. And also, let's talk really quickly about transgender activists do not want to hear certain stories of what they call gender transition regret. This is from the Federalist. The story came from 60 Minutes. They are in a segment Sunday night interviewing a number of individuals who, after undergoing hormone treatments and sex reassignment surgeries, decided to de-transition uh, back to their natural sex. Despite 60 Minutes framing the story around transgender health care access and critiquing a number of recent bills introduced at the state level to protect minors from experimental treatments, LGBTQ activists denounced CBS's reporting as ridiculous and fear-mongering. Uh, correspondent Leslie Stahl interviewed individuals who are fully transitioned to the opposite gender, then detransitioned, uh, de de excuse me, uh, when they realized they still felt incomplete or more depressed after they transitioned before. They told Stahl they felt they were blindly affirmed. Uh, Grace Ladinsky Smith, who decided to transition in her early 20s, explained how she how she quickly and easily started a testosterone treatments after just a couple of sessions with an online therapist, because that's what you do when you want to have a life-altering surgery or procedures, is talk to somebody online a couple of times. Uh, I can't believe I transitioned in deep then detransitioned, including hormones and surgery in the course of like less than one year, she said. Stahl spoke with a youth gender psychologist who admitted her colleagues are afraid to speak up about the short timeline in which minors are able to undergo treatment because we are afraid of not being seen as affirming or doing something to hurt the trans community. In other words, they're being shamed. It's almost like there are people who are obsessed with this and want people to transition. The same kind of people I've spoken about before who take a little kid, two or three years old, and you know, they, they, a little boy wants to dress up like a girl or something, or a little girl, whatever. And you know, the, the parents go all out and start, start treating the, the child who's just a toddler like they're the opposite gender of what they are. So they it's like the social justice warrior takes control of their mind and they don't care about their kid anymore. They It's like the ultimate virtue setting. Look what we did. Yeah. Look at us. Look at Dwayne Wade and Gabby union. We don't care how we screw up our kid or if we screw up our kid, because we had the ultimate virtue signal. There's some sickness in the world folks. And if you truly want to become someone else and you're happy as the opposite gender and you're an adult and you make those decisions, that's your decision. 
it's not my business. I don't want to make it my business. I'm not going to knock you, but when it involves kids, uh, there's a lot that we need to need to learn about folks. And that's it for me. I've got uh, got some things to do this afternoon that I cannot hold off on. But anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to support the Daily Gator, Daily Thought, Anchor. Anchor. Go to the uh, dashboard under anchor.doughagan. All the episodes are there. You can sign up to contribute if you want to. You go to dailygator.com. Hit the PayPal button on the first post of the blog. And right on my tip jar, I'll be happy. Thank you for listening, my friends. I do appreciate you. Morning, noon, or night, whenever you listen, I appreciate it. And yes, as always, you got to close with this. God bless America. If you're left, you just ain't right. And go Gators. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. And I'll get you in that top five next time. God bless, my friends. Take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.